if anyone hasn't seen the Juan LaFonta bounce commercial, uh, it is on YouTube and you should go watch it immediately. This guy is out of control. This is Tyler Bro with the Drive to Court podcast. Today I have a child support reduction case as well as a warrant recall and a pretrial conference. Welcome to the Drive to Court podcast. Real briefly, I want to say that I'm a general practice attorney, so I get a variety of cases, as you can maybe tell from what I'm going to be working on today and, and what I'm dealing with in court today. Uh, it's different, and what, what what's going to happen is kind of crazy. But anyway, so today's episode is about warrant recalls, it's about child support reduction, and it is about pretrial conferences. I may save the pretrial conferences for another day and just address the first two types of cases. So, child support reduction, anyone can file, whether you're an attorney or a lay person, for a child support reduction. There's going to be some minimum requirements you have to state in your pleading. So you're going to want to find out what those are. Generally that you have a reason to ask for a reduction, such as a cut in pay that you can establish uh, if you lost your job. If there's some material change, it's known in the law as a material change in circumstances. So if you can show a material change in your circumstances that you know, you didn't intentionally cause, then you may have grounds to ask for a child support reduction. In our jurisdiction, people can go to the district attorney's office to request the district attorney's office handle their child support case. And also the clerk of court has child support reduction forms or you can go to the district attorney's office and fill out a form with them to reduce support. Now, what does that do? If you have, a, if you have the luxury of having a form, then you can uh, complete it and you'll get a hearing, hopefully. If you do everything right, there should be, the form should be what is basically a motion and there should be an order attached setting it for hearing. That will be set for hearing and the other side will be given notice of the hearing. As long as there's notice of the hearing, the hearing should take place. And you will be able to put forth your facts as to why you deserve a reduction. Well, what type of facts would those be? Uh, Those facts would consist of documentation from your employer showing that your pay rate has changed. Um, Sometimes that's several months of a different pay rate plus a letter from your employer stating that you've received a cut in pay. Sometimes it's a termination notice from your employer and then evidence of new pay from a lower pay rate from a new job. One thing to be wary wary of is you may be dealing with a district attorney on the other side who's going to say, well, we're going to look at your year-to-date earnings. Um, That may not be what the law says. 
And in fact, I've researched this recently in my jurisdiction and venue, and you should always consult with a lawyer to find out what it says in your jurisdiction and venue. And in my jurisdiction and venue, it says that if there's been a change in pay, you can request a reduction. The court may look at the current economic uh, survey done in the state of Louisiana for the particular region that you're in to determine what the pay should be if you are underemployed or unemployed. So it's basically a three-stage argument. It's, hey, what do you make now? And then the state can say, well, you're unemployed or underemployed and you should be attributed an income because you're just choosing to do that or we should, your child should still get credit for what you could be earning. And if they make that argument they're successful, then you have to say, well, well, what is the correct amount? The correct amount should be, according to the law, um, that which you're, which you're capable of earning, and the court may look at the most recent survey, uh, employment survey, which you can find online, and it is admissible in court. Uh, there is a note that says this is admissible in court on, on the file. The, la the last one that I looked at was 2015, and it'll show you the 10th percentile, the 90th percentile, the mean, the median for the particular job or service area that you're in, okay? And that would be what you look at and you would want to present to the judge. In the, in the absence of any facts presented, the, the court can consider what you could make or it could consider, you should argue, uh, if there's been no evidence presented, it should be minimum wage, which is $7.25 an hour, based on a 32-hour work week. 32-hour work week. So, if the district attorney's office doesn't put on any evidence, which they'll probably put on evidence from your past job and say, well, this is your earning potential. We know that because you used to make this then you could say, well, minimum wage. Now, if they don't have anything, they'll probably just continue it until you get something. And then they then they can say, well, look, he's capable of earning this. Um, your argument should be, let's look at the wage survey. I would be an entry level type of worker in this particular position. Let's use that income, judge, please, and present that document into evidence along with your documentation showing that you've been fired or that you're unemployed and that you've been trying to get work or whatever. Always have somebody to back you up um, or back your client up if you're a lawyer. And that just kind of covers the area of child support reduction. The judge should issue an order. Child support reduction will go back to the date requested. So sometimes you can receive a, a credit if you've been paying. Um, so if you want your child support reduced, make sure you do it sooner rather than later. That way you can get a, you can get a reduced back from the date of requesting. The judge cannot reduce retroactively to some date before you filed. So if you're on the defense, keep that in mind that your child support can't be reduced back into the past. You can only get it from the time you're requested going forward. 
Okay, so what do you do when you miss your court date and there's a bench warrant off your arrest? Maybe you got your notice and you went on the wrong day. You thought it was one day. A lot of times people don't want to think about their court date. So they thought it was one day, you're in a criminal case. You thought court was one day and you go on another day or you just forget to go or your car breaks down or what have you. There will be what's called a bench warrant issued for your arrest. No one's really going to come looking for you, but if you get in an accident or you run into the police, um, or if you just walk up to a police officer and say, hey, how's it going? Uh, my name is so-so. They may run a warrants check on you and they may arrest you. How do you get a bench warrant recalled? It's you can get a bench warrant recalled by going to the judge, the duty judge, depending on your jurisdiction and venue. There will be a judge who will have duty on any particular week and who will listen to uh, the people's court in the mornings and any issues that need to be cleared up. So you'll find out who the duty judge is, you'll go to them and you'll request that your warrant will be recalled and you'll explain to them why you weren't at court that particular day. The judge may find you in contempt of court, but he may not, depending on how good your explanation is uh, and what kind of mood he's in that day. If he finds you in contempt of court, he can issue different types of penalties, such as a few, anything ranging from a $100 fine, which is probably the most common penalty, uh, to a $500 fine and a couple days in jail. If you're rude and obnoxious and you don't have a good reason, then you may, you may actually have to go to jail. Uh, it's a great time to show your respect for the court, to be honest and forthright, and to try to give a valid reason why the judge should not hold you in contempt. And the judge may have a point to prove, which is, hey, don't miss court. Um, what you may be able to offer is the fact that you missed court, it was an accident, you thought it was a different day, you're showing up because you want it to be rescheduled, uh, re, you know, you want to get the case moving forward. That helps the prosecution out in your, in your jurisdiction uh, to move the case forward as well. If you just go missing, then they have to wait till you show up. So by presenting yourself, you're asking the court, hey, can we move this process forward? It was a complete accident. Unless it wasn't, then you should just tell the truth always. But So that's pretty much the breaks on getting a bench warrant recalled. I'm not going to comment at this time about getting your bond refunded or getting a bond amount uh, refunded. You can request that take place, but I'm not going to comment at this time any more than that. So best of luck. I'll address that in a future episode. And this is the Drive to Court podcast. I hope you have a great day.